What up, what up, what up, everybody? Uh, we are back with episode 19. Um, once again, just something light. Hope you guys are enjoying episode 18. Um, we're back to sports now. Um, fortunately for us, unfortunately for some of our followers who just don't follow sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure that everyone we're about to talk about everyone in the entire world knows maybe not if you don't you learn something new every day um so we are going to get right to it today we are going to be talking about our top five most influential players in the WNBA as well as the NBA Uh um oh crap I forgot to introduce everybody (laughs) (laughs) wow it's cool you know I don't exist I mean, they 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 know who we are, but I don't exist. Yeah, I so mean, look, I look. I guess I got deleted. So that yeah, yeah. We got yeah. episode nineteen of the Unwanted Podcast here. I'm your host Reagan. I got my lovely co-host Crystal Thomas, otherwise oh, wow. JT. Um, without her, this podcast would not exist the way it does. So shout out to her. Um, oh, yeah, try, yeah, butter me up. <laughs> Make me feel better because, you know, see, now there's going to be merch with one person on it. It's just going to be Reagan's face because she deleted me from everything. So, look, we all, during this time, we all have, you know, lost a little bit in our minds. Uh, My mind's not as sharp as it was three weeks ago, but we're working on that. We're working on that. Of course. So, KT, we're going to start off with the WNBA. Give me your top five. And your why? So am I doing why? Am I naming them first and then giving the why? Or am I naming them and then like, yeah, this is why? So, so. The, I mean, it's up to you. But the way that I was going to do is I was going to say a person's name, give my why. and then Okay. I could do that. So this is in no particular order, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I, I went kind of old school. So for a lot of people who have just gotten into WNBA or women's basketball in general, you're probably going to be like, who is this? Who is that? Or like, oh, I've never seen the person play before. But I'm going to start off with the OG Cheryl Miller for for number one. I mean, California legend, USC legend, was dropping 100 points in high school. Better than her brother. People don't like to talk about that. Like, Reggie Miller is a baller in his own right. But Cheryl Miller, years, he'll even tell you that. Better than him. And I honestly, I think she's influential because, like, for the time that she was playing basketball, a lot of women weren't even doing that. Like, she was kind of just a game changer for the way she played to her speed, her athleticism, her height, just killing it. Like, nobody was ever really, especially for women, they weren't really playing basketball like that. And then I feel like she brought some eyes to the women's game because that's when the women's game was still kind of just, like, what, only during the Olympics and stuff. They really didn't have... They had, like, I guess you could say they kind of had, like, pro leagues overseas and stuff, but they really didn't have, obviously, as you know, the WNBA um, at that time, which is why a lot of people don't know Cheryl Miller was a baller because they were never able to actually see her play. They saw her coach in the WNBA, but they were never able to see her play the game and and see how great she was. So Cheryl Miller is definitely uh, one in my OG. Number two, I got to go with Lauren Jackson. Like, she put the international women on. I know there were other international players that played, but Lauren Jackson really put the international women on. I feel like she should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. 
I do think she'll get in, but the fact that she wasn't voted in first this year is kind of crazy to me. But Lauren Jackson, and then those battles, and ironically, this is a person on my list too, but those battles with Lisa Leslie, they would go back and forth. Like, that was great basketball. That was basketball that, that was kind of like the Bulls versus the Pistons basketball, like the way they would go at each other, the way that their rivalry was. And it, it made you really realize that, yo, there's, six foot five women from Australia who can actually get busy on the court. And it, I, I feel like you have to give Lauren her flowers. A lot of people don't acknowledge her enough. I think they acknowledge her, but they don't realize how great of a basketball player she was, especially since she kind of, you could say she kind of retired a little early, if you will. I mean, I guess in, 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 in the certain situation, but like, yeah, I think Lauren Jackson is definitely up there. Number three, I'm going to have to go Lisa Leslie. Obviously I'm a Sparks fan. That was probably one of the first uh when I actually start paying attention to basketball she was the reason why like you used to always hear Lisa Leslie she was everywhere I feel like and this is just my opinion I feel like the 90s they marketed the WNBA a little bit better than they do now maybe it's just me but you had like people like Cheryl Swoops with shoes and stuff and and Nike commercials and you really don't see them that much you mean you see a cup you see a few of them in Nike commercials but you don't see them as much as you did back then and I think Lisa Leslie was definitely one of the reasons why I started opening my eyes and paying attention to basketball. Number four, that was number three, right? Number four, you got to go with Cheryl Swoops. They was calling her the female Jordan at one point back in the day. I mean, you don't get four rings and not put up the work to do it. Like, you were in a dynasty. You were in one of the teams. You you were in a, a team that's no longer here anymore, but, like, one of the best teams in the league ever. I will say that the Houston Comets were one of the best teams in the WBA that had, like, one of the best teams to ever exist. And you really can't, you know, you can't really, you can't say WNBA without Houston Comets. You can't say Houston Comets without Cheryl Swoops. So I feel like collectively, like, you, you have to put them in the box. And then last, Candace Parker. I mean, I think Candace Parker definitely is one of the most, what, what, as of right now, one of the most exciting players in the league. Obviously, there's a lot more, but especially for what she does at her age, her size, her speed and the fact that she's still able to have a high motor that she does at, at what you would say, I don't know if you want to call this her prime, but like you could definitely say kind of towards in her career. Cause we all know, like, I mean, we gotta be real. Candace is going to end up retiring within one of these years. So it's going to happen, but ready. you know, uh, she's for what she's doing for her age. She's still playing really well. She hasn't really lost a step. She looks good out there. So I definitely have to pick CP for, for my, top five influential WNBA players. All right. So, I mean, that was a, a really, really good top five. I'm pretty sure we we, yeah. we basically got the same one. But I'm going to put mine in the order um, that I thought about everyone in. Um, so, for me, number one, like KT, uh, is Cheryl Miller. Um, I don't have to go into much detail because Crystal pretty much gave y'all everything. Like, she was she's better than Reggie. Um, once again, USC legend. She scored a hundred points in high school. But for me, I saw her as like the pioneer type person for what we see now. Like she to me, she was that person that got all of this started. Um, two, I got Lauren Jackson. I mean, what what more can you say about her? International woman uh, in the league. She won MVP, scoring champ back in what I don't even know the year but scoring champ um she she was your typical 6'5 power forward 
who you didn't want to guard in the post because she would just dominate you. And like, I don't know, like if you if you guard her out there, you, you're pretty much just gonna be put on your butt because she, she's man. yeah, she's she's just tough. But then she's also shooting thirty five percent from the three point line in her career. So if she's if she's out on the three point line, you come out and guard her. She hits you with a nasty pump fake. Go into the pa- come on, bro. <laughs> she hit you with stats. Like I'm she sorry, y'all with some stats. She <laughs> said, on. "Google it, YouTuber, look it up." Um, she hit y'all young bucks with the stats. And then you got number three, Cheryl Swoops. All I gotta say about this is she's the only woman with a Nike shoe named after her. Of course. The only ding, woman ding, with a ding, Nike, ding, with a Nike an, shoe named An actual shoe, not a player exactly. edition, but an, an actual, actual shoe. shoe. And I know most people say, well, Maya Moore, Maya Moore had a Jordan. Nah, she designed I a mean, pair of Jordans. Well, can this, but not really. It's, I mean, Nike shoe. Oh, you did say Nike. Yeah, You know what? You I did say you. Nike. No, no, no. I yes. thought, you know what? You know what? I That was my mistake because I thought you said for a second, I thought you said only person with the shoe, but I was like, wait, no, but yeah, yeah, Nike, yeah, yeah, an actual yeah, Nike so, shoe, yeah. Yeah, so, so and they so, fire too. Mm-hmm. Only, only, only woman with a Nike shoe named after her, like an actual shoe. Um, number four, I got Lisa Leslie, first woman to dunk in a game. It don't get much better than that. I mean, you look at her; she paved the way for Candace Parker. She paved the way for Brittany Griner. Um, and like K- dunks, yeah. yeah, and and Liz, I mean, just like KT said, the the battles between Lauren Jackson and Lisa Leslie, just amazing. Like, I don't even know how else to describe them other than amazing. So, um, Lisa Leslie's number four on my list, and number five, I was just talking to KT about my fifth one before uh, we we kind of got on air here, and I, it was a toss up for me between C CP and DT. And the reason it was a toss-up was because for me in elementary school, DT was were the one was the one in my elementary gym with her got milk commercial. And she was the one that I got the guys to talk about basketball, like women's basketball without talking about looks. And that's why I feel like that she could, you know, be interchangeable with any one of these ladies on this list. But for me personally, my fifth pick has to be Candace Parker. And that's just from a personal standpoint of she was the reason that I absolutely fell in love with the game. Like, from her playing in, at Tennessee and her battles with... Um, her about Yeah, her battle with uh, Sue. <laughs> I knew that's where you were going. I just... I don't know. Like, I, I, I knew there was a WNBA. I knew there was a pro league. But once I saw her last college game I I, I'm probably I'm pretty sure I cried like I can tell you exactly where I was and everything I was just like yo I'm not gonna be able to watch her again I'm not gonna nah like I followed her to the WNBA I'm pretty sure that's when I made my Twitter and honestly I'm pretty sure that's when I met KT so like I I think you met me a little later but yeah because yeah. because I made my Twitter and because yeah. I started following the WNBA, it was all because of Candace. And so for me, I think that's why she's on this list. Like she influenced me to do to take to take an interest in a league that I really didn't have interest in. Yeah. Other than knowing, you know, the basic players. Now I can tell you who everyone is. I can spit stats at you. Like I am just, I'm that person now. She'd be like, Google it. (laughs) So I I think that's why CT, I mean, CP 
has to be on this list for me. I, I, you know what it is? Like, I think, you know how in, in 2K, it's funny we're talking about 2K again. So you know how in 2K they have, like, the the past NBA teams with, like, Jordan and, and Pippen and all that? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I know women's basketball in 2K is new, but they should have, like, past WNBA teams, like, fire all-star WNBA team. So, like, they should have that LA Sparks team that win those championships. They should have yeah. some comments in there. Like, they should mm-hmm. have teams like that. They should have the Sacramento Monarchs in there, that championship team. Like, I feel like, because especially if you're watching women's basketball at WNBA now, you don't really, if you're younger, you don't really know, know those teams. You didn't see it. So, like, I feel like we were kind of lucky enough to see those teams as they were, as they were here, then as they left. I mean, I'm, I'm, 97, I was a little young, so I didn't get to see teams like the Utah Jazz and Orlando Miracle and stuff like that. But, like, I do remember hearing about them, but I didn't actually get to see or experience them that much. But I feel like those those retro teams, though, I definitely think that a lot of people should go back and look up the, the teams and the highlights and stuff. And I think I think 2K should really do that. Like, I'd be prepared to beat Reagan with the Orlando Miracle or something like that, you know? I Why mean... Not? I mean, to be honest, I when it's crazy because when I talk to when I talk about the WNBA, I often have to remind people that this league is just as old as I am. Yeah. I'm 23. Like is that's it? that's the crazy thing. And <laughs> yeah, Reagan was a baby when the I, was I, I was literally just born when the league uh, first started. Yeah. So to me, for me to like be this invested, it's it's crazy. Um, now I'm not the person to know every single thing about it. Like, I'm pretty sure there's some things out there that I don't know, but once you get involved with this league, it's so easy to like fall in love with these players and just honestly just fall in love with their grind. Um, but yeah, like Katie said, um, there are a lot of people out there who don't know about these teams. And I mean, I don't know a lot about them, um, but I would love to play with them. Because, yeah. of course, I know some players that play for those teams. Um, but yeah. the first thing I think 2K needs to do is let you go into my career mode with a woman. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be really so, cool, honestly. Because I'm trying I, to be drafted by the Sparks and just dominate the league. But... I, honestly, I wouldn't care where I go, but I'm making me a very ghetto basketball player. I already <laughs> have that set in my mind. I had, like, the, as soon as we can make women in the game, like, when live came out, you can make women – made a ghetto basketball player. She was a beast, but she was ghetto. So I'm, I'm, if, if 2K lets me do that, then Reagan thinks I'm cheating already. Wait till I get a 2K player. That's a female. She's going to be fire handles for days. Ain't nobody going to be able to stop her. I'm telling you. What's her name, You you want her name? What's her name? Tiana Richards. Already got it in my mind. Already (laughs) in my mind. I told you I had this, I had this planned out. Not Tatiana, but Tatiana Richards. And I don't know where she's going to be from yet because I always switch the places, but I'm telling you, she's going to be like a 5'8 shooting guard or something like that. Going to dominate. She's going to be like a Chelsea Gray, but like with like Chrissy's like with it. Basically, but like with Chrissy Tolliver shooting and then like just for some razzle dazzle, I might make her dunk just because if they put that in the game, she's going to be dunking on people just because. (laughs) So I'm telling you. If 2K does that, y'all better look out. Tatiana Richards is going to be on billboards everywhere, Gatorade bottles, Nike shoes, all of that. I'm telling you. 
Yeah, I haven't thought this far out, but I, I definitely am ready to beast with a woman, with a, with a woman player on 2K. Definitely, because it makes no sense that our WNBA players are out here playing with men when they're in the game. You know, that's so. yeah, that's true. That's very true, and it's 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 kind of it's funny to see too. Like they got <laughs> these men created players, and it's just like you know that that's not them. So yeah, yeah. All right, so that was our top five for. WNBA, um, but what about the NBA? So what we're pretty much basing this off of is there's this tweet going around. Once again, I kind of explained this last episode, but I'll explain it again. There's a tweet going around on Twitter um, with the top four influential players in the NBA. Um, now, this is just that person's top four, but it, it sparked an interest, um, and I decided to do a top five. Um, so... I pretty much t- already tweeted out my top five and put it in order, but I never explained why, and I wanted to wait until this episode. But I'm going to let KT go first, and then I'll kind of go behind her. I, I feel like we might have had the top five low-key, because... <clears throat> um, sorry, guys, I was clearing my throat. <laughs> I was really clearing my throat. <laughs> go ahead and say it. Nah. No, but... Um, yeah, but... Uh, I think we have the same top five. I saw your your top five. If I'm correct, like if 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 I'm you can fix you know you can correct me. But wasn't it MJ, Kobe, AI, Steph Curry, and LeBron? Right? Was that your top five? Yeah, it just not it's not in the order that I yeah was not in the order. Yeah. yeah. So basically, my top five was the same, and I can I'll basically tell you why. So being a Chicago Bulls fan and and you know being the Chicagoan that I am. Jordan and the Bulls, especially around the night. I mean, I was a baby when the rain was, you know, really taken off. But especially being around there at that time and seeing all the Bulls gear and stuff, like, you have to love it. You you love seeing it. And then, honestly, there's nothing better than to see Benny the Bull everywhere, even to this day. Like, we may be a trash team, but the the, the things the Bulls stand for, the legends, the Scottie Pippins, the Jordans, even when Phil Jackson was there, like, I just feel like, Jordan and Phil and all of that, even though I'm supposed to be talking about Jordan, not Phil and all that other stuff, but like, I really feel like Jordan made the Bulls what it is. He made the Bulls a historic organization, and I just feel like Jordan, Jordan made basketball basketball. Like, yeah, you've had greats like Magic, and you have like Word and all that, but like, when you go back and look at what Jordan did, he, the way he progressed the game of basketball, the way that people are still doing things that Jordan did then, now, and then like, even even the shorts. Jordan got tired of wearing little little shorts and he ended up wearing longer shorts. Like, that's, even though that's something so insignificant, that just lets you know his influence that he had on players. I mean, people were like, yo, Jordan's wearing those. I want to wear those. And this is the bigger influence. You're seeing people playing against Jordan wearing his shoes. That's like what people are doing with LeBron right now. They're wearing his shoes. Like, he's playing against people that are wearing his shoes. Not many people can have an influence. You don't see that many people wearing Curry's. I mean, even though Curry is influential, but you don't see that many people wearing Curry's in the league like that. So it's just, knowing that you're that good to where you can have other stars in the league wearing your shoes and it's nothing like you can't tell me that's nothing more influential than that. And then second, Kobe, obviously Kobe for, for me, Kobe was like our generation's Jordan. And the yeah. things that it's crazy that we're talking about this dude in the past tense, but like the things that this dude did on the court, like he literally emulated Jordan. He, he walked like Jordan. He talked like Jordan. He had a fadeaway like Jordan. Maybe I mean he his fadeaway was a little bit better, but like he had a fadeaway like Jordan. 
he had everybody see me i at one point when i would shoot things with trash can i would say jordan but this dude has the world saying kobe when you throw things in a trash can like nobody nobody i don't think there's gonna be a player like that for a long time that really maybe lebron but like as of right now there's not gonna be a player like that that's ever gonna make a whole generation of people a whole world of people just yell kobe and everybody knows what it is yeah. People were in the gym practicing that little shimmy shake fadeaway he does. People were literally just wearing that that one leg sleeve, uh, wearing like the little when he broke his fingers, wearing the finger tape. Um, people would wear eight and twenty four because of dude. Yeah, people were in twenty three because of Jordan, obviously, because that dude. Like, I feel like in my opinion, there wouldn't be a Kobe without Jordan. But like, you got people out here even to this day before this quarantine happened. I always see people in the gym wear like. Like, even before Kobe passed away, you got people wearing Kobe jerseys and, like, the whole gear thinking that that's going to give them Kobe power. But in reality, they, they're they not just – they're just not that good. But, like, you can't tell me – if you look at me and say that Kobe was not influential in any right, then it's like you don't know basketball. You, you're kind of just living under a rock. But this dude is so influential. He had men getting into WNBA basketball, too, because he loved women's basketball. So it's kind of like – like I, I don't I don't know what else I can really say to to prove to people how influential he was, but like Kobe's definitely number two. Number three, I have to go with AI as well because he's the same dude who changed the dress code in the NBA because yes. of how he was coming into the league. And but he he the dude could ball too. I'm a little sad that he didn't get that ring because you know the Lakers dominated. I believe the referee that was the they, when they found out the referee was kind of gambling and cheating and stuff, but. Dude literally had the NBA change a whole dress code for him just because of what he wore. That's insane. Like, no other player has ever made the NBA change a dress code or do anything. And then I remember, this is a little fun fact, Allen Iverson, was, he used to rap. The NBA blocked his album from coming out. Mm-hmm. Like, But now it's crazy because like now you see a lot of rappers, I mean, a lot of NBA players rapping, and they even have some good ones, you have some bad ones. But it's like, he. I know there was other athletes that were rapping but I feel like he really started the wave of like basketball players who were good who were actually pretty talented in, in music as well so it's just like AI for that reason he had the whole dress code change Bron because oh Forrest Bron because like we haven't seen a specimen of LeBron's size since Karl Malone as far as like body structure but he's athletic you really don't see that many big dudes except for Zion Williamson but he's still kind of young but you really don't see that many big dudes that big, that fast, that strong, and could still dominate you with a quick first step, can still beat you off a dribble, can still put you down low and post you up. And then he worked in that jumper. I remember he used to airball a lot coming to the league, but he was a rookie. Kobe used to airball too, so it happens, you know, it, it, it happens. But, I mean, LeBron is just one of those dudes where we they there there will always be that debate of, like, who's better, Jordan, Kobe, LeBron. He's still going to always be in that debate. I feel like no one could really answer that debate, to be honest, but he, he's he's definitely going to be a Hall of Famer. I feel like kids from generations upon generations are going to be talking about LeBron forever. So I, I think he's one of those generational talents that's just like, he's too good to be true, but you're always going to have him there. It's Steph Curry for five because nobody was really shooting like he was. Like, dudes pulling up from half court. It's crazy because you see kids pulling up from half court in games now, and... Now, I think now Steph Curry has people wanting to work on their shots more than before, because before everybody tried to be flashy, tried to be cute. But now Steph Curry has actually had people, 
even big men, they're trying to learn how to shoot. So you have, like, back in the day before big men shooting was just a European thing. Now you have American big men trying to learn how to shoot because they're like, yo, I want to I, I wanna shoot like that. So I think I, I picked those five because they all bring something to the game and they've all made the game better in a certain way that people are still trying to, people are still, like, having those things in their arsenal because of those players. Yeah. Um, I mean, you hit on some of the exact points that I was going to hit on, so I'm kind of mad that I went second, but (laughs) (laughs) um, I think this list is just going to show, like, how everyone is thinking. Um, But to hop into my top five, so one, just like KT, I got MJ. Um, I'm just going to keep it simple. I mean, everyone wanted to be like Mike. Everyone still wants to I be wanna like be, Mike. I want to be exactly. like Mike. <laughs> so, I mean, you you got people like me, for instance. I, I'll put myself in this. I'm not going to call nobody else out. I'm the speakerhead. <laughs> what do most... I mean, what's Jordan. the thing? What's the most brand? Brand in my collection. Jordans. I'm in love with the Jordan 1. Um, I put a post I, on I Facebook uh, earlier this week, and it had a, four rows of Jordans, um, and you had to pick the best row, or the, the row that you thought was the best. The row that I picked, full of Jordan 1s. Now, people, I had people calling me crazy, but it's just that classic silhouette. That's just what it is for me. Jumpman. Um, but yeah, I mean, like KT said, you got everyone wearing your shoes to play against you. I don't know if y'all remember that movie. What is it called? Is it Like Mike? Yeah, it's Like Mike. Like Mike. Homie found a pair of ones, and it gave him superpowers. So everybody thought that wearing some Jordans on the basketball court were going to give them Jordan powers. I mean, that's just the way it is. That he, if, if you don't have him as number one on your list, then we got a problem. Because I, I, I need the best S explanation that you can give me sorry for my speech tonight um it is just out the window right now she's just old um number two i'm gonna switch it up a little bit i have ai as number two and the reason that i had him at number two was because of the ai the ai rule is what i like to call it like kt said he changed he the nba changed the dress code to stop this guy like he legit did not change once he got once he got money. Once he got to leave, he was still himself. He was sitting on the bench, and his mama was legit giving him cornrows, bro. <laughs> the only other athlete that I know like that is Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. The only other athlete I know, uh, I know true. that acts the same way as AI. But not only did the dress code – not only did he bring the dress code to the NBA, um, the crossover. AI's crossover, it, it, I mean, just ridiculous. Just was outside trying that, like, yeah. after that commercial. Yeah, you got people like Kyrie Irving, who wanted to be like AI, who's Kyrie's crossover, I mean, it's, good, it's great, too. Who else you got? I mean... Candace Parker wore three because of AI. Exactly. So, you got people who are wearing three, not only because, you know, it's a, it's a dear number of everyone, but AI wore three. So... I mean that's the only that's the only thing I really have to say about him. Um, you got at number three, I got Kobe. Um, I put Kobe right here because once again it's the closest thing that my generation has to MJ. Uh, I just got done telling y'all how young I was, so I didn't really get to <laughs> get to experience that Michael Jordan era um, like some other people did. 
So my Michael Jordan was Kobe. Like, um, <laughs> my first pair, and it's crazy because my shoe collection is, is, is very, it's a very nice one. But the very first pair that got my shoe collection started was a pair of Kobe's. It came out on my birthday, and I begged my mom to get them. This shoe went with nothing I had other than my basketball, my high school basketball uniform. And I couldn't even wear it because it had team shoes, and they were low tops. But I got the shoe, and the first thing I did was go to the gym and practice <laughs> on, on that fadeaway, on that turnaround jumper. And the crazy thing is, I thought I mastered it. I have never done it in a game. But if you put a chair in front of me and tell me to do it, I got you. Um, but yes, I mean, Kobe, what what can you say? Like, KT, it's, it's crazy that we're sitting here talking about him in the past tense. But the man changed the game. Um, shooting basketballs and not shooting basketballs, but shooting paper balls in the trash can yelling, Kobe. Um, people trying to wear the number 24 form, people trying to wear the number eight form. You got people who take their their fingers, although they didn't have an injury <laughs> together, just to say, yo, I did what Kobe did. Like, it, it don't get no better than that. Then you got people naming their dogs after him. You got people naming Oh, man. Like, I don't know how many dogs named Kobe I've seen. It's 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 insane the, the, his impact on on the game of basketball in general, like from men's to women's, is crazy. To other sports too. Yeah, I was just gonna say, and then yeah. South, I mean, he grew up in Italy, so his impact on the soccer world as well, it's 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 just insane. Um, so if he's not in your top five, then what you doing, bro? Because you you can't know the game, you really can't. Um. And then my number four, LeBron. Um, LeBron James. I, people know me. I, I'm not, like, the biggest LeBron person out there. Uh, but that also just stems from me being a Bulls fan and um, those battles that the Bulls and the Cavs used to have. Noah. Yeah. Um, but I cannot deny his impact off the court. Um he has his own school, you know, he's given back to the community of Akron. Like his, his impact to me off the court is what he's going to be more memorable for at some point. Like while he's still in the game, yes, everyone's going to talk about his dunks. Everyone's going to talk about his improved passing game. Everyone's going to talk about the shot that he improved on. But for me, I think what I take most away from LeBron is his off the court actions. So we're talking about a guy who, if you want to say came from nothing, because let's be real, he didn't. He came from nothing. He got to the league, and he has not caused one drop of problems. Nothing. He has not been in trouble. He does not bother anyone. He he does what he needs to do for his community. He does what he needs to do on the court, and then he goes home and enjoys family time. And TikTok. <laughs> this, this guy is the model citizen. Yeah. He is the model NBA player. Um, and plus, I think the biggest reason I have him, on, well, not the biggest because his community impact is the biggest, but the second biz- biggest reason that I have him on my list is he formed the first super team that I've ever seen in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And we not going to talk about that. If it wasn't for <laughs> that decision, and let side note, that's probably the biggest decision in sports history. You can say Tom Brady was up there, but even Tom Brady wasn't really up there. With that decision, with his decision to go to Miami, um, Tampa Bay. No, I'm talking about LeBron. 
Oh, 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 oh. You said, oh, okay. I yeah. heard you say <laughs> Sorry, I flipped it back. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, LeBron formed the first super team that I've seen in the NBA. Like, without the decision, no one would be talking about super teams. Like, Durant's decision to go to Golden State wouldn't have been talked, I don't think would have been talked about the way that it was if what happened the year before didn't happen. So I think he introduced the term super team to the NBA. Now, once again, that's just my opinion. Um, if you want to go back and forth about this, hit me up and on Twitter. We can go back and forth all day about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then Curry. This kind of Curry actually ties my list together because what a lot of people don't really, a lot of people just see Curry as a shot. Like they just see him as a three point shooter. But Curry actually creates his own shots quite often. So if you take, and I'm not saying that he has AI handles, but he does have handles. So, yes, tight handles. Yeah, you take those handles and like you give it to somebody who can who can just relentlessly just knock it down. That's scary. And then he has. I'm not saying that he totally has the grit of Kobe. So please don't. <laughs> does have that? He does have that work ethic. Yeah, And then you bring LeBron's community aspect into it. Curry does a lot for the Oakland community. He does more for the Oakland community than people think. He does. And just because it's not out there on, you know, Twitter, because ESPN doesn't really follow Curry like they follow LeBron, which I don't know why, but that's that's not a, sub, a topic <laughs> for now. A lot of it goes unseen, which is the, probably the way it should be. Because we're not, they're not doing it to be out in the spotlight. They're doing it because they want to do it. And there's an article out there somewhere where he says, like, he remembers his dad coming to the school and seeing the kids around him faces. Like, that's what he wants to bring to kids. And so him going out into the city of Oakland, going to different schools, just talking to different people, like, that's what he's about. And like KT said, you got people pulling up from half court. Like, LeBron wasn't pulling up from half court before court before Curry got you know, got the got the recognition that he deserved. LeBron is literally pulling up from half court. We're talking about a guy who didn't used to be able to shoot. <laughs> this is the thing. Curry literally changed the game. And I don't care what anyone like I don't care what anyone has to say. The NBA has changed. If you cannot shoot, you don't belong in the league right now. And that's just the way it is. I mean, they'll let you in the league if you can at least get to the basket. (laughs) But if you can't do either of those things. (laughs) It sucks because there are some good players out there who, you know, are true big men. But because they can't get out the paint and and guard that big man that can shoot, they're kind of seen as, ooh, like he's good. But you don't want want him out there too long because – Either they're going to shoot on him or they're going to pump fake and he's too slow to get to the basket and, and defend. Like, So Curry literally changed the game. And he's a terrific passer. Like He he has that basketball IQ that you're looking for in the guard, too. And, I mean, that's just my top five. That's 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 what it is. I like his little shake and shimmy that he does. That's when you know you like really messed up and he's going to score 50 on you <laughs> when you hit the, the Curry shimmy. That's what I like, little Curry shimmy. Yeah, and I I like how you said that you he doesn't have you know people really out there rocking his shoe. Yeah, I don't think it's because of his name. I think it's just because of the brand. I 
you know what? I, I, I'm, you're being nice about it. I think it's just because they ugly. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I, I think it's the brand. Cause I, I, I don't even know. Well, Under Armour makes nice football cleats because they were a football thing before, mm-hmm. before they got basketball. But yeah, I, yeah, I don't think it's a name either. Cause I've seen a few player rock curries, but yeah, I just honestly think cause they just not, they're not an, an attractive shoe. Like yeah. they're, you're kind of like, Ooh, ew. But I mean, Hey, that's for not just to Curry. I think yeah. Curry's cool, but yeah, for for him, that's his brand. I mean, when you yeah. <laughs> when you go into a meeting and somebody pronounces your name wrong, then of course you're not gonna sign with them. I'm just saying. Hey, Stephen. Hey, Stephen Curry. Like, I'm sorry, my dad was in the NBA. I'm finna be in the NBA. You trying to sign me? You don't even know how to say my name. Yeah, Stephen Curry. We would love to have you. Like, you know, we we would think you'd be a better asset. And it's crazy because like. For that brand, I'm not gonna point that brand out, but we know the brand. For that Would brand, would have been be huge. A, yeah, but he, I mean, the thing is, he was signed with them anyway, and then he was trying to resign, but then they did that, and he's like, "Nah, fam." Yo, you know how big that would have been right now? That would have been really big. Would have been huge. That would have been really big. Uh, yeah, he definitely would have had his own shoe with that brand for like. Yeah, and and from and I used to work at. Um, in the shoe store, not gonna say which one, <laughs> but I used to work in a shoe store, and my job was to help parents figure out what shoes were best for their kids. And honestly, I sold a lot of curries, not because yeah. of, they're good for kids. Yeah, I was just gonna say, not because of the way that they looked, but more kids want curries than yeah, the any shoe. Yeah, that's very true. More kids, and and the good thing about the Under Armour shoe was it was inexpensive. Yeah. It held up pretty well. And, I mean, once again, it's, it's that be like Mike factor. Kids I, think so they shoot. I think they're more expensive now. Yeah, now I they think, are. Yeah. When I, they, this, trust me, I worked at this store. Because this is when he, he wasn't, he, he wasn't like a big, he was becoming a star then. Like, he was, he had a star factor, but he wasn't Steph Curry. You get what I'm saying? So, I think mm-hmm. that had a lot to do with it, too. Like, he was like, like now he's like, oh my god, Steph Curry. But before he was like, oh, that's Steph Curry. Yeah. So I think so, that was kind of what did it. Yeah, but yeah. So I mean, that's that's my top five. I'm a roll with that top five until the end. I mean, that's her top five, and she's sticking to it. Like Nene Leak, she said what she said. I said what I said. She had said it, and guess what? <laughs> she gonna say it again. <laughs> And she'll forever say it one more time if y'all got a problem with it. Exactly. Who gonna who gonna check her? Who gonna check her? You gonna have to come see me. Trust. What, what, I was about to say. Trust. <laughs> you gonna have to come see me. <laughs> she know exactly. Look, this is why I messed with Reagan. She knew exactly where I was going with that. Somebody else wouldn't have known. They would have been like, I don't know what that means. See, I, that that that's why she's. That's why we're we're co-hosts because she knew exactly what I was about to say. Yo. But nah, I I think me and KT got a good grasp on things here. But of course, let us know what you think. Hit us up on Twitter. The podcast Twitter is at Unwanted Pod. Once again, <laughs> that is at Unwanted Pod. I know it. I'm trying to tell y'all. <laughs> she got it this time. <laughs> Yay. KT, what's your what's your Twitter? My Twitter name is at our pat tw- oh no that's not mine <laughs> just kidding no i'm just you know i just had to make sure she was awake my twitter is pup10 p-u-p-t-e-n 10 
Again, P-U-P-T-E-N-T-1-0. And yeah, you know, tweet me sometime. You know, we're in quarantine. Let's have a quarantine party and hang out and chill. You know, quarantine and chill. All right. I was going to say something, but I had to pull it back. <laughs> I had to pull it back. Mm. Anyways, um, my Twitter is at underscore R-A-P-2-4. Wow. Yes, it she is at underscore R-A-P-2-4. Well, because I was going to say RPAT because you said RPAT earlier, just like yeah. now, but that's just my screen name. So once again, that's that's at underscore R-A-P-2-4. Um, it stands for Reagan blank, blank, blank. Put <laughs> <laughs> our government out there. there you go. <laughs> the, the face she gave me. <laughs> she thought I was going to put her government out there. <laughs> she was, yo, I was going to get cursed out for the first time on this podcast. And I was going to, honestly, I would have left it in there. Y'all would have just heard it. There's going to be no bleeps. But, nah, for real. Let us know what you think. Um... Once again, let your mamas hear it. Let your baby mamas hear it. Your wow, wow. Mamas hear it. And your brother's mamas hear it. Um, with that being said, we out this thing. Hope you enjoyed uh, day two of our quarantine life with you. Ooh, oh, look at you, bars. Yo, you don't want bars. that young battle on the podcast. You don't want that young bar battle. We can go bar young, for young, bar. Young bar battle? We can go bar for bar next episode. Y'all want to hear that. Bro, what Crystal don't want to know is gyms. I used to make my own raps back in high school with my own beats. Freestyle. So so like, I used to freestyle. So I can't freestyle, but I can if I if I got time to write it out, you in trouble, homie. I used to freestyle. And then that, that song that I made that y'all gonna hear one of these days was a freestyle. So like you, you're not ready for this. Anyways, we out this thing. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back soon.